I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of Australian Jams. I always question myself when I do that intro, but this time I actually checked because I planned ahead for the first time in history. Uh, I'm Gemma Bastiani, as always, and today I'm I'm very excited to be joined by someone who I've never met before and very barely spoken to, uh, but I've been a long-time follower of their work um, they do some amazing things in different capacities of the music industry. So I, this is going to be a great chat. Emma Jones, hello. How are you doing? Hello. Yeah, we never met like five no. minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I just retweet a lot of your tweets. <laughs> yeah, and likewise. I have the internet, right? The internet's great, especially during a pandemic. Um, so for those who don't know who you are, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I work in the music industry. I, well, I feel like that's pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> um, I'm the editor of Purple Sneakers and I also work as a publicist uh, for Title Track. So um, I work with, at the moment, I'm working with a lovely artist by the name of Austin and I also work with a Melbourne rapper by the name of Sophia. And yep. so I do that while I also run Purple Sneakers. Which is a lot of work uh, as someone who ran a blog for three years. That's a mm. lot of work, everyone. Um, Purple Seekers is a great blog too. Thank you. Yeah, no, it is uh, a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Too much, I might say. Some might say that. Some being me. Um, <laughs> um, and my doctor and my family. So, yeah. <laughs> We laugh about it, but, you know, work-life balance is very important. Um, But, I mean, would we be doing so much work if we didn't love it? So I guess that's the kind of payoff. That's what I tell myself. Yes, yes. Um, So uh, you recently had a few announcements with Purple Sneakers as well. Do you want to kind of share them with us as well? Yeah, so um, uh, I like I... I'll, I'll give the full story. So I used like started writing for Purple Sneakers when I was, uh, oh god, it was twenty fourteen. So I guess I was twenty two, um, and 
so I was writing for them in 2014 and then I became the editor of Purple Sneakers in 2016. Then I left in 2018. And then more recently, a few, uh, actually the, the around this time last year, um, began kind of talking to Martin Novosel, who used to be the owner of Purple Sneakers. And he was talking about, um, I guess, wanting to move into the next stage of his life and what I was doing with my life, which at the time I was a bit kind of like not really sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Even though shout out to my job that I had at SGC, which I love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like, yeah, just kind of figuring that kind of stuff out. And so at the start of this year, um, SGC acquired Purple Sneakers. And so I got to do that full time, which is amazing and like has always been my dream job and has always been like the true love of my life ever since I started writing for it. So to be able to do that full time was pretty amazing. And just we kind of just announced that a couple of weeks ago and we like did a full relaunch of the brand identity and relaunch the website and all that kind of exciting stuff that makes you know gives it a makeover and a fresh coat of paint and reminds <laughs> people that it's there and like and keep gets people up to speed with what's been happening so that's that's what we've been up to for the last nine months or so yeah the new logo and the new branding is amazing yeah, shout out to my friend Law. She's amazing. Law Pam Jarden, everyone. Um, she is so talented and she's done a lot of different things in the music industry. She also does like the brand identity for a couple of the Jungle Giants uh, like album covers and a couple of other artists that she's worked with. So she's super, super talented and she got it straight away. And um, I guess like, yeah, that was the main thing was just working with people that kind of understand what it means because if you're unfamiliar with it, it's a dance focused, uh, but also we've kind of broadened it out a little bit. It's not just dance music anymore. It's more just new, mostly Australian music um, that has kind of like a cool edge, something that's different to everything else that's kind of being covered out there at the moment. Yeah. And I very much, when I think there aren't many really good music blogs in Australia anymore, let's be honest. When I think of good music blogs or when I was ever pitching music to blogs, it was always you guys or it was Pile Rats. They were the two <laughs> top of the list. Yeah, one, on the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, and they both start with P. And a lot of people got them confused, but they were definitely still are the two best at the moment. So oh, shout out to you. Thank you. I yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, there's definitely different types of blogs, I think, is the main thing. But we, I, yeah, I can't not write about the stuff. It just kind of comes out of me. I need to tell people what I think about it personally. And I just kind of tell people, <laughs> I love to tell people what I think about everything. Um, so that's the main thing of like why we kind of spend a bit more time writing about things and everything that goes up on Purple Sneakers gets like a nice little actual listened to it this is what it means and like this is what it kind of where it represents for the artist and things like that so that's the main thing that I think we try to focus on amazing yeah it's it's a tough life being a music blogger I can absolutely attest to that and I definitely uh didn't last more than three years in that world you have also chosen three songs to talk about today so let's crack into it what's the first one you'd like to speak about well, the first one I think we'll kick off with Troy Savan, Rage a Teenager. Um, Excellent. I have been absolutely rinsing this EP since it came out. I love Troy Savan so much. Um, my, my, my is still one of my favourite songs in the whole world. Um, <laughs> it is consistently on my, like, most listened to 
playlist like at the end of the year it is always there you know since it came out two years ago so that's pretty good I think (laughs) absolutely pumping it in 2020 like can't get enough um I think the EP is just such a it's such a big moment for him as an artist and it's also really interesting for pop music from Australia and also globally and how different it is it's every song on there is a very diverse um different kind of uh, type of music all in one kind of collection of songs. And I think it's just such a powerful artistic statement from him. This is not my favorite, but you said to release it. You said, you said it should be released within the last month. So <laughs> take yourself out of my favorite. But I was like, okay, we'll go with the second favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do put restrictions on what people can choose. <laughs> um, the thing um, that I, and I, will confess I haven't listened to a lot of Troy Sivan before. Um, the thing that I really liked about this was the fact that there was that little bit of like vocal fry in the vocal that was left in. It like added this sense of intimacy to it, mm-hmm. like a bit more raw, a bit more open, I guess. Absolutely. I think it's it's really interesting because he is so high level pop, you know, like that kind of super hectic big budget kind of thing that like he's really got this strong identity and has been in the public eye for so long when you kind of reach that time in the music industry you know you don't really expect that kind of grit to be in that music anymore um but yeah. I think that's why I, I i really respond to music that's kind of like quite emotive and I, it doesn't even matter what genre it is as long as it's got that kind of emotional quality and that's what this whole EP has and that's what I guess my my has and a few other of his songs that just still has that little bit of a it's just still got that little bit of an edge there it's not 100% polished and it sounds like he's intentionally left that and and tried to make it as personal as possible with this and that's why it's his best work yet in my opinion. Yeah. Well, let's hear a little bit of it. This is a bit of Rage a Teenager by Troy Sivan. And in my head, all I can see is that photo he posted of Melbourne Airport being completely deserted. Don't know why, but that's all I can see. So let's listen <laughs> to a bit of Rage a Teenager by Troy Sivan. We'll be back. Yet here you are. I just want to go wild. I just want to shuffle up and just ride in your car tonight. In your bed tonight. I just wanna say That was a bit of Rage a Teenager by Troy Sivan. It was Emma's first song who's joining me today. Uh, my first song. So, a little bit of story time uh, because I always bring this to everything. Stories. Bring on I would often and still sometimes do less now, I guess, um, just go through on Earth and pick out uh, really nice artwork and we all know that I love good artwork um, pick out nice artwork and listen to songs and usually really good artwork comes from acts that are a bit more electronic pop type artists or really great vocalists over that sort of production um, so I would often get a lot of this sort of music off unearthed and a couple of years ago I found this artist named Maine M-A-N-E and um she had this song called Save Yourself and the artwork was what drew me in. And then I listened to the song and it's just incredible. She's got this unbelievably powerful voice that 
it reminds me a little bit of Angie McMahon where it doesn't look like that voice should come from that person. And it even has a little bit of a similar, I guess, timbre to it. You can hear similarities between their voices, even though they sing in completely different styles and they write their music in completely different styles. So Maine has taken, it took a couple of years off after um, releasing Save Yourself in 2018 and has been releasing a few singles this year. The newest one is called Over and Over and I'm completely in love with this song. Um, her voice still holds up and I remember uh, this was a little bit of the story that I missed. Um, I Whenever Tia Costello comes to Melbourne and, and sell uh, plays shows, I'm, I sell her merch for her and there was one show at Tia Costello's from Brisbane. There you go. Link. Uh, I love Tia's music. <laughs> She's so talented. So good. Um, and, yeah, and uh, at one of her shows at Howler, her support was Maine and I didn't realise, I didn't make the connection in my head that it was this person I found on a, on Earth a year and a half ago and she started performing and normally when I sell merch, I sit there and I'm like watching the footy on an iPad or I'm doing stats on my computer or something um, to pass the time and just listen to the bands. But this one I have to like put everything down and stand up and just watch her perform because her voice just absolutely takes over and it's so just immersive I guess and I just think she's so powerful and I really love this song and she's got great artwork again and that is my rant about Maine. <laughs> wow that's amazing I like I'm obsessed now after that story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know where she's from. <laughs> <laughs> no I just think she's incredible and I don't think she gets enough recognition I guess she very much releases music that goes a little bit under the radar or it gets a lot of streams but people aren't talking about it and I don't see it get a lot of radio play or stuff like that but I would love to see that change for her because yeah I just I mean in love with the way she creates her music and the way she projects her music I guess yeah Maine. yeah Maine. <laughs> <laughs> should we hear a bit of over and over by Maine yeah, we should after that fuck yeah <laughs> Here we go. And make sure you go and check out the artwork, which I will probably share on Instagram in the coming days. Here we go. I'm ripping up the bad vibes, ripping up the bad guys. They're always trying to get in the way. I'm taking on a new lease, trying to find my whole piece. I'm shedding my skin today. over and over by Maine. Uh, Emma, what is your second song choice for today? My second song choice will be Memphis LK's cover of Tame Impala, The Less I Know The Better. Yep. Um, Memphis LK easily has one of my favourite songs of the year in that she's this amazing song called Green Light. She's kind of like mm-hmm. this poppy artist, but she makes really cool beats as well and it's very 90s, it's a bit housey, it's really club-focused. Um, and Tame Impala are one of my favourite bands ever. I've seen them 16 times. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. 16? 
Yeah. And like two different countries, like full stand level, like two different countries, multiple states, multiple shows. Like, yeah, I love them. Um, (laughs) Like love, love, love. And so when I, I've been really like rinsing Memphis's song Green Light. And when I saw that she covered this, I was like, did I manifest this? Like, <laughs> <what? laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes like, things just happen and they're like, wow, the, the Venn diagram of this, my interest is just a circle. <laughs> like, <laughs> amazing. And then, so, and then it's like, so it's like Tame Impala, but it's like a club rework. And I was like, that, again, like just a circle of my interest. I love it. Like, this is so good. Um, and I've just been listening to it so much. So it's kind of, it's her really beautiful, delicate, gentle vocals with her kind of like classic Aussie twang in there, but with yeah. this really um, expansive, immersive kind of housey beat. Oh, I just love it. It's so good. I the, I love Memphis LK as well. I was so happy that you chose this because I like try not to choose covers myself. I don't mind if other people choose them, but I try not to. And I was just like, I want to talk about this so bad. So when you <laughs> sent it through, I was like, fuck yes, this is yeah. great. Um, I, I don't really have an issue with covers. I think like as long as they're done in a way that is respectful of the original, obviously, but then for a cover to really pull me in, it's got to just be something so different and, like, you know, yeah. present the song in a way that I have never thought of it before. And for a club rework of this in the way that she's done it is just, like, yeah, 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, and I, as the opposite to you, I'm, like, a whatever Tame Impala fan. Like, I can respect that their songwriting is really good and they really did innovate a lot of music when they were first doing stuff and they continue to do that. It's not a it's not music that I'll go and put on to listen to very often. Um, but listening to this, I was like, I it okay, this is probably gonna lose me a lot of people that seem to like this podcast. <laughs> okay. Um do you re- do you remember when Gordy did the Avant Gardener cover like four years ago, Courtney Barnett's yes. cover? Yes. Yeah. I know Courtney, so, I know Courtney's song, but I don't know if I know the cover. Okay, so this feels very much like that where can respect the original artist, can respect their songwriting and have no issue with them but don't really listen to them. But then the cover allows me to respect the songwriting a hundredfold because it's in a style that I really like and that is very much this for me. Okay. So, and the other thing about this is when you listen to the Tame Parlor version, I don't think the lyrics are a thing that are really focused on just because of the way the song is put together whereas in this one you can fully focus on what the lyrics are and what they're saying and what the story is because of the way it's mixed and the way Memphis's voice is put in so I just like I really love a new respect of this song yeah you know what I mean no totally I totally know especially with this song with this cover because I think the lyrics are kind of quite sad um when you Mm. think about the story you're like oh my god devastating but then the way that like kevin sings it and the way the song has kind of been created to be a radio hit like it's very Mm. upbeat it's it's catchy it's fun to listen to and it's easy to sing along with and you don't really realize what you're singing whereas i think she's done a really good job of kind of like i guess putting that kind of emotional uh longing and like sadness in the song of just being like actually the less I do know the better I don't want to know about it like it's actually breaking my heart and I was like babe same (laughs) (laughs) and the other thing about Memphis um just to 
keep, uh, you know, harping on about how much we love her. Hmm. She live, because I've actually had a few of my artists when I was managing bands play shows with her and her previous band, which I loved a lot. Um, Atsuma? Her voice, yes. Yes. Her, her voice live is as good as it is on record. Like her voice live is incredible. Yeah, amazing. It, oh, kills me, you know. I mean, there's one thing to be talented, then there's another thing to be like of the stock that she is. It's just like, ugh, why? <laughs> so I must yeah. be like this. Well, the rest of us. Yeah, all right. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So do we want to hear a bit of this one? Yes, absolutely. This is a cover of Tame Impala's The Less I Know The Better by Memphis LK and we'll be back in just a moment. a bit of the less I know the better Memphis LK's Tame Impala cover I started yelling a bit so I'm sorry I just got a bit excited here uh Emma, thank you for that 17 it's all happening <laughs> I'm yeah it's been a great day to be honest today I also spoke to another female uh sport and analyst stat- slash statistician um which has just motivated me fully so that's why I'm in this great mood um <laughs> My next song, this one, this one I wasn't going to choose because the first listen I was like, eh, but the more I listened to this as part of like another playlist I was listening to, I was like, yeah, it's actually grown on me a lot. So I've chosen Brandon Jack and the Artifacts new song, Four Days. Um, I did originally want to speak about Raya Park's new song. So sorry about that, Lucy. Um, I apologize. Um, but this song, it's very early 2000s British rock, um, which I know they've been trying to do for a long time. And it's kind of the vein of what they've been trying to do since the start. But I think this, and I, I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, at the start, it felt a little bit messy and like it wasn't it wasn't sticking together right. It wasn't coming together properly. All the elements were there, but it just didn't mesh. But over the time since then, it's felt very much like they found a way to, and I think there's been some change of bandmates and things like that. And the songwriting has improved and it's come together really nicely. And yeah, as I said, this song is a bit of a grower. Like the more you listen to it, um, whether it's through headphones or just through your good laptop speakers or just loudly anywhere, I think this is just a really fun song to listen to as well, even though it's a bit depressing too. That's all right. The black ones are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I just um, and obviously I feel I feel always awkward if I choose one a Brandon Jack song because he like used to play for the Swans, but genuinely I like this music, so I feel like I need to put that caveat there too. Really, he used to play for the Swans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'm to do with myself it. now. I don't follow AFL, but I am from. Queensland so I do get your passion for footy like cowboys you know North Queensland cowboys it's different footy 
like can... I'm a person person within a band, I would 100% be playing a song. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good one to call out. I'll give you that one. Even I know who that is and yeah. I do not follow <laughs> Oh, Jake I got told off. That dude. He's actually making happy, sad bangers. Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I I got in trouble the other day, actually. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, I am a co-founder of a sport platform, women, women in sport platform, and I referred to rugby as in I was trying to refer to both kinds of rugby. Yeah, but apparently you don't do that. Apparently that makes people really mad, yeah. and I didn't know that. And people got really mad at me, and now I have to like be really careful. It's like the whole calling soccer soccer thing. Yeah. You have to call it football, whereas I used to always call Aussie rules football. Now I call that footy, so I can call soccer football. <laughs> and now the rugby thing is just another thing in my brain to think about. Anyway, yeah. that was stressful. <laughs> and I feel like we got there in the conversation. I was following the whole time. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> like, yep, no. So, <laughs> oh, you have to be so careful. People get so upset. Whereas, like, you call Aussie rules AFLM and AFLW, and people lose their shit as well. It's like, now, nah, fuck yours. I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I got real Aussie just then too. Let's let's listen to this song <laughs> so I can like calm my shit down. Yeah. <laughs> this is called Four Days. It's by Brandon Jack and the Artifacts. Four days. How long it take? I'm so dumb. was a bit of four days by Brandon Jack on and the artifacts I've calmed myself down we're now up to Emma's final song for the day what have you got for us I've chosen a Brisbane artist by the name of Felavan. this is her new single called Trajectory I chose this one because it has one of the best videos of the year the video is amazing um it's just so much is going on it's really not visually appealing to watch but there's a really interesting story as well there's lots of different characters lots of different looks being served I just can't get enough and she's she's definitely one of Brisbane's best kept secrets she's kind of a bit Georgia Smithy a bit yeah just that R&B neo soul kind of vibe but a bit electronic at the same time as well uh, yeah, she's really amazing. I've seen her live a few times um, and every single time she's been fantastic. Um, but this feels like the next level up for her. It's a big step and I'm sure if she was able to play shows, that would this would have been a big moment. <laughs> yeah, we all feel like that. Yeah. yeah, so I hadn't looked into where this artist was from. I normally try to go in just having listened to the music and then try to make connections from there um, because I'm a wanker apparently. But this one, I didn't know she was from Brisbane, Mm. but you saying that it makes so much sense because it's kind of got that down-tempo electro feel to it that like um, Emerson Leaf and Kite String Tangle and artists like that who are all Brisbane-based or are from Brisbane have and it's got that real soulful vocal to it with that really well put together production underneath. So it makes a lot of sense. There's a really beautiful community of Brisbane artists that like Sampology, Tiana Carsey, Pink Matter, Fellavand, First Beige, 
Mon Riser, like they're all these really fantastic. They all kind of sit in that same world. Um, they all sound so different, but if you could put them all on a bill, I would be in heaven. Like <laughs> they would just be the best day. Um, and they all kind of sit in that down tempo electronic key kind of, but it's very soulful. It's very R&B. It's very emotive again. Like it's it's really beautiful stuff. And they're all kind of mates and they're all in each other's yeah. bands and stuff and they'll do each do stuff for each other. And yeah, it's really good. That sounds very Brisbane, let's yeah, just say. Yeah, it is very Brisbane. It's like classic <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how a couple of episodes ago, I'm going to say four episodes ago, I spoke to Jeremy Neal, who was the king of being in 6,000 bands in Brisbane. So yeah. good to know that still exists without him in those bands. Yeah, just like, just <laughs> I guess because the city is, it's a small city, um, it's not that small, but it is small in terms of creative circles. And so it doesn't take too long before things just kind of overlap. Like, you know, you're always going to know someone who knows someone who knows someone. And it just, yeah, that, and that happens everywhere. But with Brisbane, the, de- the degree of connection is a lot smaller. So yeah, there's not many people that you, that you would meet without them knowing your friend. And I can think that just kind of happens, especially when you're making music. I do love to describe Brisbane as a big country town it feels like a big country town to me it does feel like that. i mean like because i'm from townsville it feels like a big the big smoke still even though i've lived here for nearly 10 years um <laughs> so you know compared to townsville it's not that then because i was like well you, if you want a country town like you could go to townsville like <laughs> Um, but it does feel that way and it is very kind of people are just really nice here everywhere people say hello on the street like well maybe that's just me I don't know because I'm from North Queensland so I'm just like morning morning (laughs) (laughs) in the Cowboys Guernsey as well (laughs) someone say JT no okay no worries (laughs) (laughs) oh man i love this i just want to see that happen now i want to just see a short video of you walking down a street in brisbane in a league guernsey um just saying hi to people yeah it's such a wholesome idea (laughs) i'd be like i said i don't have two cowboy shirts like i've got a jersey and like a polo shirt like There are no judgments here. I am not going to admit how many Swans Guernseys I have. I will absolutely not admit that. Um, it's more than two, though. Okay. Let's right. um, catching up to Yeah. I'll tell you off the recording how many I have. Um, uh, and, and lucky I'm definitely not a journalist and absolutely wouldn't leak that number, Gemma. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I didn't think about that. I've got to be more careful, don't I? <laughs> Um, let's listen to a bit of Trajectory by Fellavand and we'll come back to my last song. a bit of trajectory by Fellaband. I feel like I should clarify to people who won't have heard 
uh, before I talk about my final song, that we're having really good chats in the breaks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm loving this, but it's it's why I'm so like up and about. So if it's if my uh, mood doesn't quite align with what we're doing, that's why. And I'm sorry, but I'm not I'm also not sorry about it. I'm um, sorry. Some I'm of, sorry. Right. <laughs> We're having a great time. We're talking about netball now as well. Um, sport is good. My final song for today is completely unsurprising. It's two wonderful people who I adore greatly. It's Cry Club and their new song, Nine of Swords. Yeah. Um, I nearly chose it for myself and then you chose it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've both kind of done that for each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, let's start by talking about the artwork. Because Julia has knocked it out of the park again. This image that you'll—I've already posted on the Australian Jabs Instagram, so go and check that out. But um, this image was actually taken when Victoria was still doing a lot of social distancing, and it was—but it was before the stage four lockdown, so you could still like be in a room with people, but you had to be distanced from them. But in the photo, you'll see they're very close together. So what they actually did was take the photos individually and then Julia had to put them together. So it was a whole big process to get this done. It's just outrageous how good it is. But then it levels up when you see the artwork for their upcoming debut album, which Mm. they announced with the release of this song, which is just like Marie Antoinette, head severed, just like, unbelievable creativity from this trio because Julia is effectively leading that for them, that visual thing. But I know that Heather and John are both super, super visually creative as well. It makes me so happy to see them put this whole package together. Oh, so good. Now let's talk about the song. (laughs) So it feels a little bit like they're starting to explore some pop punk sounds a little bit more in a way. Yeah. Um, but it's not a pop punk song. It's just got a few of those elements that come out in little parts. You're like, ah, okay, this is a little bit different to previous things they've done. I'm actually wearing a Cry Club top right now. Um, it's really warm in here and it's a long sleeve tee, so it's a bad choice, but <laughs> always a good choice to wear Cry Club merch. Um, and then the lyrics. Heather's lyrics and the way Heather sings these just like hits you right in the heart. And I know Heather has had... Um, a lot of trouble with the lockdown and and um, being distanced from people and all that sort of stuff. And I I feel it from them when this when I listen to this song. And I've chosen two lyrics to actually talk about. Um, the first one is "Wonder When I Stopped Feeling Fine," which I think is very poignant for a lot of people that have been in stage four lockdown because it's mm-hmm. like hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have 
and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everything is the same all the time and you can't identify when something necessarily changed. And that's that one for me is like, oh, that hit me hard because with everything being the same almost every single day, you can slowly deteriorate or slowly sink into something without realizing that you were doing it till it's way too far gone type thing. And that lyric to me stood out. And the other one, I'm not even letting you talk. Um, the other one is, <laughs> and and the way this is sung just kills me, is, is this bad? Oh, good. It's worse than I thought. Oh, it's just I'm like, so oh. glad you brought that part up. That's my favorite part in the whole song. The way it says, oh, good. It's worse than I thought. It's so... Yeah, amazing. Just a perfect and it's, delivery. Oh, uh, and it's absolutely something I've literally said aloud before. Like, oh, it just is so amazing. And I just think this duo is an unstoppable force right now. And I did have Heather on two episodes ago, um, and they are just an incredible person to talk to, incredible creative mind, but just so lovely and kind. And I just love seeing them, Jono and Heather, release something that's just like continue to level up. And that yeah. is my Cry Club monologue. And the video as well. The video is fantastic with Wolf Jay's involvement. Like it's just yeah. it's all so good and so aligned with where I thought they were going to go. Like I mean this in the best way possible where like I wasn't surprised by how good the song was because I just yeah. – I might my you know I'm, my expectations are so high for this band and when I saw it all it was just kind of like the, the nicest like of course it would be that good amazing like, <laughs> anymore. they're just that great and they're so I love how their vision is so strong they know mm. exactly what they're doing they know exactly who they are where they're going the, the plan I, I love artists that know where they're headed they it's so solidified and that's what I think is yeah. so interesting about Cry Club because they've been like that since the start. They have had that super solid vision about who they are, what they represent. Everything about them has been so aligned and it's just this beautiful kind of natural evolution. I'm so excited for this album. I think it's going to be a real moment for them and and I think, you know, it sucks that things, the plans would be halted or can't even be put into place at the moment. But Cry Club feel like a band to me that even if they can't get on tour or if they can't play shows for a while, the hype and it's they're so deserving of the hype and the acclaim that it will still be there for them when they're, when they're able to. You know, sometimes yeah. the band where I'm like, I'm having a real moment right now and I wonder if this is going to still be there whenever they can get back out on the road, uh, would they, have they missed their moment? Which is entirely like yeah. a lot of different, even the biggest artists in the world, um, you know, Lady Gaga dropping Chromatica in the middle of, you know, global unrest. And then you the, will never know how far that album could have gone because she wasn't pushing it and no one else could do anything about it. Rightly so. Um, so yeah. All these periods of time where you're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen there. But Cry Club just feel like they're so genuine and it's so authentic and honest that the connections are real with their fans yeah 100 percent. and like i i think heather spoke about it in my episode with them but they were meant to play falls festival and it got cancelled because of the bushfires 
They were meant to play Splendor in the Grass. It got cancelled because of the pandemic. Like they've had all these huge opportunities that feel right for them because they are reaching that point that have just been cut down because of insanity in the world right now Mm. that I'm hoping come Splendor in the Grass next year, one, we can have the festival, but two, that they're reconsidered for the opportunity and they they don't Mm. miss that opportunity because I think they've done too much and they're doing too much good stuff for them to just miss out on those because of the state of the world rather than how much they've done right. Yeah, (laughs) their art rules so much. Like they deserve it. (laughs) Give them the moment. (laughs) Their art rules so much. Let's let's use that as the segue into a little bit of this song. It's called Nine of Swords. It's by Cry Club. We'll come back to wrap this up. a bit of Nine of Swords by Cry Club. It was my final song for the day. I'm so happy to have had this conversation with you, Emma. This has been so fun. Thank you for having me. This has been great. (laughs) I'm so glad I sent just an unsolicited Twitter DM to you. (laughs) I love it. I love my DMs always open. Everyone can slide in there. Always up for chat. Like (laughs) (laughs) Twitter brings people together. I think at least that's what I like to say. Um, Let's not talk about all the negativity that happens there because this isn't a place for that. Um, If we're wrapping up, Emma, what have you got? What do you want people to? Where do you want people to find you? What can? What What have you got coming up? Do you want to promote anything like that? Mm, um, Well, I guess you can. Nothing like that big, I suppose, in terms of. I'm not an artist, so I don't really have many releases. But you can go and read my writing at purplesneakers.com.au. Uh, you can follow us, Purple Sneakers with a Z, on um, mm-hmm. it, on Twitter or purple.sneakers on Instagram. And then I'm on Instagram too, EmmaJones1234, <laughs> which is <laughs> literally, I've had that username for 10 years and I'm just like, I'm never going to get rid of it. Um, never. It, I do have Twitter, but my Twitter handle, I don't actually know what it is because my name is Emma Jones, <laughs> two of the most common names in the whole world, and there's like three or four underscores in between Emma and Jones. I don't know, so you can figure it out. Um. <laughs> I will link that I will link that below for everyone. Um, in the show notes, I'll link it so everyone can find you. I'm yeah. like literally looking at my Twitter now, even though it's up on my computer. I've got different things for different Twitter accounts. So let's find this while we're, while we're recording because this is super yeah. fun for people to listen to, right? We're on the fly. It, it, my Twitter's not really that. Like it's just mostly me just getting angry about people not liking my articles. So give me a like on the articles. <laughs> I, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that it's three i'm gonna guess that it's three i will confirm that in the show notes though everyone just uh in case you're wondering um oh my phone's very hot right now um me what have i got coming up um yeah i just actually i just two days ago released a podcast i'm very proud of um i'm obviously proud of this one because this has been fun but 
two days ago on Monday, I released a podcast with uh, Fremantle head coach Trent Cooper about Kiara Bauer's debut. So it's a it's a really great story for those of you who are fans of AFLW or just fans of inspirational um, sports stories. Kiara Bowers was one of the very first players signed in the AFLW back in 2016 and then had a terrible run with injuries, had knee reconstructions, had I think a foot problem or a shoulder or something and it took over 900 days for her to actually debut after being one of the first players signed. Um, so she actually debuted in Trent's first ever game as coach as well because he'd just come into the club in season 2019 and played my team and beat my team. So you can listen to a podcast about me talking about my team losing. Um, But it's actually really amazing because Trent actually talks about what happens at certain moments of the game, how Kiara influenced um, the morale of the team. And it was a pretty remarkable game in itself as well. So um, if you want to go and listen to that, it's I see it, but I don't believe it, that wherever you get your podcasts and um, or you can find it on sirensport.com.au. So I'm just my usual, you know, sport plug in the middle of a music podcast. Sorry, everyone. Um, but it's a really fun chat. So please do go listen if it's at all at all interesting to you. Sorry, I just sighed because a Rising Star nomination was just announced and it's not the person it should have been. And I'm really annoyed by that. Um, so. <laughs> Live on it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Happens every time. I shouldn't have Tweet Deck open while I'm recording, but I don't want to miss anything in case something drastic happens. Um, thank you so much, Emma. <laughs> Constantly, it's a problem. Um, thank you so much, Emma, for joining me. I'm really happy we got to have this yeah, chat. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I love talking shit on the internet, so this is my favourite thing to do. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, make sure you go and check out Purple Sneakers. It's an incredible blog and incredible taste making um, if you're looking for new music, uh, probably even more so than this podcast. So do that as well as listen to this. Don't do one over the other. Absolutely. That's my recommendation. We'll do both. Yeah. Do both. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've been Jeff Bastiani. This has been Australian Jams, and I'll be back in another fortnight with another episode. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.